You're listening to the Next Generation Gym Owners People and Profits Podcast, where we focus on taking your passion and turning it into your profits. Join us for interviews with business experts, industry influencers, and more. Let's get to it. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Next Generation People and Profits Podcast. I'm your host, Dan Cotton, and today I want to talk to you guys about a subject that I think is really important as a business owner, and it is how to continue learning and continue growing um, as an owner in your business, and that is such an important aspect. Uh, One of the things I always tell my coaches in my gym is that if they ever believe that they have it all figured out, they ever feel like they don't need to learn anything else, they don't need to learn anything more, then that is actually the time that they need to quit. They need to stop coaching. Because if you ever think that you have it all figured out, that the moment that you you know everything, um, you've stopped growing, you've stopped learning, you've stopped evolving, and when you do stop all of those things, uh, you're not getting any better. And um, we need to always be striving to do more, do better, and grow as owners and as people. So how do you do that as an owner? Because we live very, very busy lives. Um, It is not easy to be an entrepreneur. It's not easy to be a business owner. Um, And so that's not the simplest uh, ask. And there are some really important things that I think you should be doing and some things that I still do um, and will continue to do probably until the day I die um, or am too senile to continue learning. But... um, there's three main things that I'm going to talk about my recommendations for them uh, and uh, some things that might set you off on a good foot and then uh, some ways that you can get the most out of those things. So um, those three things are read, uh, make sure you are reading books and uh, learning and getting new ideas from reading. Uh, Number two is attend conferences And then number three is always evaluate what you are doing and why you are doing it. Uh, So let's break each one of those down. So number one is read. Now, uh, when I was first new to owning a business, I was not reading regularly when it came to uh, reading business-related books, learning how to be a business owner um, or or things related to business. And... um, I kind of viewed them as like self-help books and not something that I would be proud to be reading. But the reality is, is there are so many really, really amazing books out there um, that can bring a lot of knowledge into your life. And so some of my recommendations for books that are, I think are important to read. Um, number one, I've talked about it before, is the book Extreme Ownership by Jocko Willink. I think that if you are a business owner who has employees, who is leading anything, uh, you need to read that book. I think it is an absolutely critical book uh, to, to read. Uh, number two is uh, we at NextGen are big fans of Profit First. Um, all of us use it in uh, some form uh, within our businesses and we use it within NextGen itself. Uh, phenomenal program and ensures that you are profitable Uh, ensures that you are making money and growing and um, it's worth your time, that you're getting paid and your business is profitable. Uh, Number three 
uh, would th this is where you can start to get a little bit loosey goosey with some things. Um, I before I actually read Profit First, I read The Big Leap um, and The E Myth Revisited, and both of those books I think were really great books to read as a new entrepreneur. Um, they really helped. Uh, give me some inspiration. Uh, when I read the E-Meth, I was absolutely uh, everything he was talking about uh, in that book when it first started, which was an owner who opened a gym or opened a business for passion, and their passion was now gone because of being an owner, um, because I was working in the business all the time and it was sucking my life dry. And uh, it was a really, really good book to kind of make me go, number one, I'm not alone. And uh, number two, I, uh, I can change this. I can fix this problem. Uh, from there, there are so many amazing books. Um, I'm reading three at the moment. One is related to coaching, um, which is uh, the Coach's Guide to Learning. Uh, one I'm reading is called Thinking Fast and Slow, uh, which is I just started, um, also a very good book. And then uh, I am starting uh, Chris Cooper's book and I'm gonna mess up his his four things because I don't have the book right in front of me, um, but it's like founder, tinker, thief, and there's one other one in there. Um, talking about the different stages of being a business owner. And I'm just starting that book um, after many, many recommendations and just not having time. Now, you might be sitting there thinking, okay, that's great that you think I should read books, but how do I make time because I'm already a business owner who doesn't have any time? Um, well, number one, there's a wonderful thing called Audible, and that is how I started. I downloaded I downloaded the E-Myth. I downloaded um, The Big Leap. Oh, 10X is another great book. Uh, downloaded these books on Audible, and I just listened to them. I had someone read them to me while I was driving. And uh, that was mostly when I listened to them was when I was driving in the car. Um, it was a great solution for me. I drive 25 minutes to get to my full-time job each day uh, and then another 25 minutes or plus home. So I just was always putting on a book while I was driving and it allowed me to be learning while I drove. The great thing about Audible is that one, you can, you can do it anywhere. You can do it while you're doing other tasks. Although I highly recommend you do it where you're doing something that is more of an automated task like driving or mowing the lawn or doing laundry or something like that that is somewhat mindless. You can do it by rote um, because uh, you, if you're doing this right, and this is one of the great things about Audible, is you can start to let your mind drift and you can, as these subjects are brought up, you can really start thinking about them and and figuring out, drawing those uh, pathways on how it relates to you and what that means for you and your business. So take advantage of that because I think that is a really, really unique thing that uh, Audible brings. And you can still do the same thing when you're reading a book in text, but you have to concentrate a little bit more on processing the words. Um, and so you have to dedicate a little more brain power to that as opposed to when you're just sitting and listening to the book. Um, now, I also recommend though, if you're gonna get the most out of reading, is read books um, in their textual format because the nice thing about that is you can treat it kind of like studies. You can have a highlighter, you can highlight things, you can take notes, you can, you can pause and write things down um, and that's gonna help you 
implement and apply the things that you're learning in those books a little bit better than just listening to it on Audible. So um, I like both ways, and I do both ways still. I'm currently reading a lot more of the actual hard copy books uh, than I am listening to books right now. I tend to listen more uh, to books I enjoy and read, read books that uh, bring quality and knowledge to my life. And I like it because I have a highlighter in them. I don't use a bookmark, I just have a highlighter in there. And I'm always highlighting and earmarking things and um, taking notes in my little notebook and doing that stuff. And I, I find it very um, rewarding and I find it something that helps me organize my thoughts well. Um, and I get more out of reading my books. Now, I have other books that I really, really love, um, but are not necessarily such of a priority. So um, Legacy, I've talked about in another podcast. It's a, a book about building culture. Um, I'm, I, I've also ordered, I have not started reading yet, the book called Left of Bang. Uh, it's more of a military-related book, but I think it, all of these things have applicable principles to business. And so... Uh, that's the last thing is don't restrict yourself simply to business related books. So it can't, it shouldn't only be Dave Ramsey and um, Profit First and uh, Rich Dad, Poor Dad and all those different things that are re directly related to business and money and finance. Also find other books that uh, relate to how you think and how you learn and how you build culture and how you take ownership of things, right? I mentioned Extreme Ownership as being one of the, the first books. Um, it doesn't always have to be directly related to business. You wanna make the best version of you you can make as an owner and as a person, and that's gonna make your business better. Uh, so that's number one, is reading, 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 reading. Um, number two is attend conferences. Um, we at NextGen host conferences, but we still also do what we can to attend conferences as well. And that is because we, one, don't always have it figured out, and two, conferences are an amazing opportunity to network. They're an amazing opportunity to uh, hear other voices that you may not have heard before, and it is a really great opportunity to get some inspiration. I always get so much more done in the week leaving a conference than I do in the probably month leading up to attending a conference. And it's just because being around that many people and talking about so many ideas and hearing all these different things, it, it kind of reignites that passion. It gets the juices flowing and it gets you really, really moving and shaking and ready to make changes. And I think that is such a value in attending a conference, whether it be uh, an owner's conference or a coach's conference, uh, there are always some really amazing things you can take from a conference. And there are so many good conferences out there. Uh, obviously, we at NextGen host amazing conferences, um, and they are normally fairly focused on business building. And uh, we also have coaches training uh, at some of our conferences. So it just depends on which conference you attend, what it is we're actually um doing but we are always doing business building as the as the core of what we do because that's who we are and that's that's really what we do is we help people um, be more successful in their businesses uh, but there is also there's spring conference there's varsity u there's the spirit networks conference there are is um 
let's see, I'm missing some. Uh, but there's a, there's a ton of conferences out there that you can attend and learn from uh, in the cheer industry. And I imagine there's many more that relate to uh, gymnastics and other after-school activities as well. So take advantage of those opportunities. When you see those conferences pop up, find the ones that work for you and, and be, um, be discerning. Make sure that it is the right conference for you. It's what you need. So if you are just a cheer coach listening to this podcast um, and that's all you do, I wouldn't say that you should attend just a business owning conference. That's all, that's all they talk about. Now we have conferences where we do talk about um, how to be a better coach. We talk technique and we actually had a conference where we did stunt technique and tumbling technique and running a great class. We did all that good stuff. Um, but th- if you attended our conference that we just hosted in Louisville, it was all about being a business owner. So make sure you're picking the right conference for you. Or if you need help as a business owner, then maybe don't attend a conference that is really, really focused on um, the technique and the coaching side of things. Um, so pick the right conferences and then take lots of notes, network, 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 and create an action plan for when you return from conference while you are still there because you want to seize on that momentum and that initiative and that excitement that you have leaving a conference and and make that explode into growth when you get home. Um, that's really how you get the most out of your conference um, is, is create a plan and then execute that plan uh, with speed and tenacity. Now, number three, uh, it's kind of a it's going to end up being a two-parter because as I was talking about it, I started thinking of another aspect of it, but it is always be learning and evaluating. Uh, well, the concept of this is always be learning. It is always be evaluating and potentially changing uh, what it is that you do. And uh, there are a number of ways to evaluate what it is you're doing and, and how your business is growing. And Obviously, we encourage knowing your numbers really well and evaluating your numbers and knowing exactly where you're at with that. But you should also be evaluating your processes, your staff, how it is you do what you do, how is your delegation, what is your time management like. There are so many other things you need to be evaluating and learning from. Um, And so we highly encourage that you do that on the regular basis, at least yearly, if not uh, every six months. Now, there are a couple ways to really evaluate and grow. One is doing uh, a SWOT assessment, which is a strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats analysis. Uh, And it is a way you can analyze your business and analyze things that are going well and things that are not going well and things that might be a good opportunity for you and things that are potential threats to your business. Uh, And you go through that and you talk through those things and then you start to plan uh, counters to those things and learn from the successes and how those can be applied to the rest of your business. Uh, there's also uh, strategic planning. It's another huge one. And in strategic planning, in order to plan for the future, you have to look at the past and you have to assess what you did. Um, so those are two really great processes. There is setting goals, your quarterly goals, your yearly goals, um, and, and really establishing those. So there are really, really awesome things that you can be doing um, to analyze. When you analyze, though, it is, in my opinion, very helpful to have an outside um, set of ears, set of eyes that can really give you some perspective without it being, um, without being biased. 
And this is where this may sound a little bit sales pitchy, but I'm a, I'm a true believer in this and I'm someone who still uses it to this day, which is get a coach, um, find someone to help you grow. Um, it is a it makes an exponential difference in your business. Uh, we started getting business coaching probably six years ago uh, and we were struggling when we started getting business coaching and now Man, it was longer than six years ago, and now we're we're doing amazing. Um, we now own multiple businesses and are successful in all of them. So, find someone to help you, someone who can be that kind of unbiased uh, coach for you. And there are resources out there. Obviously, Next Gen—that's what we specialize in—is coaching business owners. But it doesn't have to be Next Gen. Um, if you have something else that you're interested in do it. Give it a try. The worst thing that happens is you lose some money and gain a little bit of knowledge and decide, ah, you know, this isn't right for me. Maybe you find something new. Um, But you will find that most successful owners in business have some sort of a coach, some sort of a person that is that unbiased party that can really just weigh in and, and tell them, hey, this thing, don't do that. That's a horrible plan. Or you know, think about these other counter concerns that I have for you. It's so important to have those things and to grow from those uh, opportunities because having a coach is, it's like having someone in your back pocket who is there helping make sure you grow your business. If you can't have a coach, find an accountability partner. Uh, and I would suggest even if you have a coach, find an accountability partner. Find someone who's going to hold your feet to the fire, who's going to check in with you when you say, hey, I'm going to do this thing. They're going to follow up with you and say, hey, you said you were going to do this thing. Did you do it? Um, Find someone who's going to help hold you accountable. Someone who's going to make you go, oh, crud, I really need to get something done. Uh, One of the things I love about having coaches and, and I love about whenever I'm going to meet with someone who is advising me is if we talked about something the month before and I remembered it and I like set a to do and then we're going into a meeting and I know I haven't done that to do then about three or four days out I start to go oh crud I didn't do that like when I get my first reminder of our meeting coming up and it lights the fire of like okay I've got to get this done because the last thing I want to do is hop on this call and be embarrassed and find out and have and tell them that I didn't do this thing that I said I was going to do and it will sometimes get me to like uh, re-motivate and execute that task that I needed to get done. And then I get to get on and be like, yeah, I just finished it. And it's, you know, here we go. And then it's a, okay, well, let me know how it, how it executes. Um, so there's so many great things about having a coach there. Um, they can also help assess and help you walk through those assessments as well. So it's always be assessing, always be learning, always be determining what is the next steps you need to take as a business owner. All right, everyone, I know this was a short episode. Those are my top three tips for how to continue learning and continue growing as a business owner. I hope you have enjoyed this episode. We're going to have some exciting new ones coming up. I'm headed to camp, so I'm going to be doing some interviews uh, that I would normally do for my Dreams Camp, Dream Camps podcast and, and cross, uh, <clears throat> um, cross posting them on some of my podcasts. So make sure you are listening to those. We're going to be talking to some really amazing industry uh, experts, um, some business owners that are business owners within the, the cheer industry, but not potentially cheer gym owners and what the services that they provide are. So make sure you catch those episodes. Thank you for listening 
and we'll talk to you soon. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Next Generation Gym Owners People and Profits Podcast. If you would like to be featured on our podcast, click the link in our description to apply. If you're interested in joining NextGen, visit our website at www.nextgenowners.com. And lastly, don't forget to subscribe to this podcast to make sure you don't miss any future episodes. Thanks for listening.